our souls chose for us, as I said, to change the world and to do it with ease. Life is allowed to be filled with ease. And when we follow our design, it is. Welcome to Sacred Work, a podcast here to guide you through the inner work that allows you to share your light and do sacred work in the world. I am your host, Taylor Ray, manifestation coach and spiritual business mentor. And here we talk all things manifestation, abundance, impact, stepping into your purpose and creating the reality your soul came here for. It is my true desire to empower you to awaken to who you really are so you can quantum shift your life and business. You're here in Divine Timing Beauty. Let's dive in. Hi, Angel. Welcome back to Sacred Work. I am honored as always to be here with you for another episode. And in this one, I'm sitting down with Kelsey Abbott and we are having such an amazing conversation about all things human design. And we're really deep diving my chart as a reflector. And for me, this episode It really gets very personal. We really go really deep into what my human design chart actually is, what that means. Am I living my life by design? There's a lot in here that I absolutely loved. And I feel like as well for you, there's going to be a lot that you're going to be able to take away as well. A lot that will help you to understand more about your chart, whether you're living your life by design, how to get your chart if you don't already have it, and really just learning more about the different ins and outs of who you really are. That's the whole premise of human design as you will hear from Kelsey and I'm just so excited to dive in. Kelsey is an intuitive human design reader, a certified professional coach, instigator of joy and the host of the Find Your Awesome podcast. She helps light leaders remember who they are and why they're here so they can amplify their impact and send ripples of light across the planet all with ease, joy, flow, magic and miracles. Very in alignment with the vibe we have around here. Kelsey is a manifesting generator living her life by design and following joy and that's everything that she does that's the work that she does with her clients with her students to really help them to find that joy in their lives and I really feel like there are so many as she calls them golden nuggets inside of this episode that will help you to find that joy as well so I'm really excited for you to listen to this episode as you are listening please make sure you do screenshot your favorite parts share them on social media and tag me at this is Tayray so I know that you are loving it Okay, so you guys know that not that long ago, I started really looking into the world of human design. I've known for a while that I'm a reflector, but I didn't really know exactly what that meant or how that sort of impacted me. And earlier this year, it's definitely something that I started to learn a little bit more about, but... I'm excited because today we're going to dive a little bit deeper into all things human design with the beautiful Kelsey Abbott, who we have here on the show. Welcome, gorgeous. Hi, it's so good to be here. I love it. You're my second reflector that I've gotten to hang out with this week. (gasps) That's exciting. I barely know any. I spoke about it on my stories not that long ago and I was like, if anyone's a reflector, like, please send me a message. And I think two girls messaged me, but we have few and far between. (laughs) I'll introduce you to some. Thank you. That would be great. (laughs) But the fun thing about reflectors is you guys don't have that much in common. Yeah. (laughs) So even though we're like, yeah, another one, we're like, yep, still not, still not similar. That's okay. (laughs) It's amazing. There's only one of you. I mean, there's only one of all of us. True. You know, and you'll be a totally different person living in Melbourne, living where you're living right now than you would living two miles different. Or living on the other side of the world, or you're a totally different person every day and no matter where you are. Can you go deeper? Do you mean like me or do you mean reflectors or do you just mean everyone? I mean reflectors. It's true of all humans. Like every moment is a brand new moment. But for you guys, you really need to embrace the fact that you are totally different every single day and every single moment. So you guys are totally connected to the moon. Mm-hmm. And we know the moon goes through phases, right? It looks different every single day. So do you. <sighs> yes. And embracing that, that you're going to find freedom. Mm. Okay. Oh my gosh. I feel like we're going to dive into a lot of stuff today, but I feel we should probably start from the top for maybe people who don't know what human design is and maybe just giving them a little bit of an intro as to what it all means. Yeah. So the way I like to describe human design is... 
years ago, your little baby soul got called to earth school. And I got so excited because being a human is just like such an experience. And it decided how you were going to change the world and gave you all the tools you would need to change the world in your very own unique way. And then to seal the deal, it shows the exact time and place and date when you would come into earth school, when you would be born. So you're born knowing everything, you know, exactly who you are. And then you start forgetting it on day two, it all starts the great forgetting. Mm. And then as you go through life, fumbling around, like all humans do, like stumbling over our puppy paws, you discover human design. And that's when you see the blueprint that your soul chose for you. And you remember who you are. Mm. I definitely feel like it was like that for me. So I, I can't remember when I first heard about human design, but it would have been, it was probably like a year or so ago, but I didn't really pay any attention. Um, I kind of was like, I was disappointed at first because I was like, love like manifesting and everything like that. And so, and I remember someone saying to me, like, I definitely think you'd be a manifester. And I was like, okay, like I want to be a manifester. It just sounded really fun. And then took the test, found out I was a reflector and was wildly disappointed. Took like three more tests thinking, cool, that would just be wrong. Like I want to be a manifester and then found out it was right. And then, yeah, I didn't really understand what a reflector actually meant. And it sort of just like fell by the wayside, but in March this year, which how wild is this? This all ties in. So I found out this after, but I actually went into my Saturn return in March. And that was kind of when so much of my life like flipped on its head. And, you know, obviously like Saturn return very much like, let's just bring everything up for you to look at. And so really went through that. And that was the exact moment that human design actually came back into my world. Like it sort of, I listened to a podcast and was like, oh my God. And started learning a lot about it. And I definitely feel like that where it was kind of like this remembering and like, oh my goodness, maybe a lot of the things that I think that I should be doing in the way that I've been kind of forcing myself to operate actually isn't aligned with me. And why am I doing that? And what would be a better fit? So I'm excited to talk about that, not just for me as a reflector, but for what that means for each of the different design types. So when you say, remember who you are, can you elaborate? Yeah. Our souls chose for us, as I said, to change the world and to do it with ease. Life is allowed to be filled with ease. And when we follow our design, it is. We are not, we all have this silly idea that we're supposed to push and struggle. And like the harder we push and the more miserable we make ourselves, the more worth it, whatever it is, is going to be. No, we get to go with the flow. We get to actually do things the way we're designed to do it. And it's in that permission that we can just be like, oh, okay. Like really, really? I, I can do it that way because I think that a human design reading, it might blow your mind, but it's not going to totally shock you Hmm. as you learn about the gifts that your soul chose for you, you're going to be like, Oh, there's going to be a moment of, I knew it. And Oh my God, really? Like I'm allowed to, that's what I've always wanted to do. I can do that. Mm. Yes. That is what it's like to remember who you are. Mm. Love that. Love that description. So what are the different human design types? There are five types, a generator, manifester, manifesting generator, projector, and reflector. Mm-hmm. And you guys are only last because you're apparently the rarest. All of these percentages, I don't really know how accurate they are. I heard that not that long ago. I was listening to a podcast and I remember them saying like, I really feel like the test needs to be retaken. Like now that more and more people are learning about human design and wanting to find out their type, are those numbers still accurate? And I heard somewhere else that more human design types might surface. Is that something you've heard? I know this. So in 2027, we start the new paradigm, which isn't going to be like a January 1st, everything switches (laughs) over. We are, we are moving towards it right now, which is why the energy the last few years has been like a wild ride. So the babies born starting in 2027 are going to have two more centers in the palms of their hands. Oh, so right now we have nine centers and they're going to have 11. Oh my gosh. And they're also going to be able to, I don't even know how to describe this, like communicate in emotions, like without words. 
like be able to send an emotional message to each other and receive an emotional message. Oh my gosh. So how do, how do we know this? Like, where does all of this originate from? I don't know. I mean, I do know, but I don't know. So there's this guy, Ra Uruhu, who downloaded all of this information in the eighties and all of this came through. Wow. And here it is. It's also, it's a combination of astrology, the Kabbalah tree of life, the chakra system, Mm. Although if you are familiar with the chakra system, try and forget it when you're learning human design centers, because they're a lot of the same names, but different meanings. Yeah. yeah. And the I Ching as well. Yeah. So when, what do you mean when you say centers? What does, what's a center? So there are nine energy centers in human design. There's the root, the solar plexus, the sacral, the spleen, the G center, the ego, the throat, the Ajna and the crown. And each of those centers, we either have, it's called defined, which is if you're looking at your human design chart, if it's colored in, it's defined, meaning you have your own energy there or it's open. I'm not going to distinguish between open and undefined. We're just going to call it defined or open. If it's white, it's open. Mm -hmm. So Taylor, you're all white. I know. All of your centers are open. (laughs) Okay. I only have two open centers. Yeah. I want to like dive deeper into that. Let's come back because I don't want to like go like down this whole reflector path without like touching on all the others. So can you give a brief overview to each of the different um, human design types and um, maybe like what it means to be living by design versus like your not self theme? Yes. Well, thank you for that direction. Cause I, it's always like press the generator button. Okay. Here's all the things I can say about being a generator. (laughs) Okay. So generators, when they are in alignment, they're going to be feeling and saying, I'm so excited. When they're out of alignment, their not self theme is frustration. Mm -hmm. And that frustration isn't just being like, I am frustrated. It's also energetic frustration, which just is that like sludgy, like I feel disconnected from the universe and don't really know what's going on. Just feeling like meh manifestors they're when they're in alignment they're going to feel at peace and when they're out of alignment they're going to feel angry and that anger for manifestors typically comes from feeling trapped feeling like they're playing small and they're trapped in a box mm. manifesting generators are a hybrid of manifestors and generators And they like generators have that their natural state is I'm so excited and our natural state because I am an, I am an MG. So naturally I'm so excited out of alignment is frustration. Mm -hmm. Now that I mentioned why manifestors feel angry because they typically feel trapped an MG or a generator will typically feel frustrated when they're not waiting to respond or they're not keeping their energy clear. So for generators and MGs, there's a bunch of differences between the two types, but we're talking similarities right now. The universe is constantly serving them things. They don't need to know what's next. Mm. The universe is going to constantly show us things like new people, new ideas, new tastes, new smells, new sounds, and we get to respond to them. And we respond with our bodies our body either says, holy hell yes. And we feel like joy bubbles and the I'm so excited, or it says no. Mm. And sometimes that frustration will come as a result of, it feels like the universe isn't serving me anything. I have nothing to respond to. Mm. And that's when as a generator or an MG, you want to clear things out, like do a big declutter, which could be literal or figurative, like go clear out your energy or go clear out your closet. Hmm. projectors when projectors are aligned they're going to feel satisfied they're going to feel successful and when they're out of alignment they're going to feel bitter Hmm. so projectors are here to guide the rest of us and they have this penetrating energy where they can see everything and they want to tell us how to do things better because they can see it so clearly but if the rest of us have not cleared space to receive their wisdom it doesn't go so well. So imagine a projector is a bird on a branch in the forest and all the rest of us are scurrying around on the forest floor. 
The projector watches the squirrel, hide his nuts, watches the squirrel, lose his nuts. And the projector can yell down, yo, squirrel, your nuts are over here. (laughs) And the squirrel will be like, who are you? Mind your own business. Or the squirrel can look up and be like, oh, hey, projector, I bet you see a lot from up there. Did you happen to see where I put my nuts? The projector's like, yeah, they're over here. And then the squirrel's like, thank you so much. You're amazing. Then the projector feels successful and the squirrel is happy. But that bitterness comes when the squirrel is like, who are you? Mind your own business. And then the projector feels all bitter Mm. because the squirrel didn't take the projector's advice. And finally, reflectors. I was super jealous when I first learned this. Your natural state when you're aligned is to be surprised. (laughs) And when you are out of alignment, you feel disappointed. And you mentioned initially feeling disappointed when you first learned that you were a reflector. (laughs) So you were out of alignment right there. Oh, so true. It's so funny because like learning all about this, I told my partner James about it. He's an MG, but I've told him about it. And now he actively, he always tries to do things that are like surprising and he'll just be like, surprise and delight, surprise and delight. Like, and I am so lit up by that because like, yeah, I just love when things are like, fun and like unexpected and like, okay, cool. We're doing this now. Like that brings me so much joy, but yeah, the disappointment theme. Yeah. That's definitely the other side of it that I obviously. I love that. So that's how to love a reflector. He's doing (laughs) such a good job. He's good. (laughs) Yeah. He's, he's very good to me. Okay. I love this. I love all of that. And then I guess as well. So one thing I think is worth mentioning, like the decision-making authority. So I think it's worth touching on that for each of the types as well. And then kind of like how knowing all of this can sort of like help you in your life. All right. So there are a bunch of different authorities and reflectors have no authority. Um, You guys to make a decision, it said you're supposed to wait a lunar cycle what that means is that every moment is a brand new moment for you. So big decisions, know that something might be a great idea today, a horrible idea tomorrow, uncertain (laughs) the next day. Just give yourself the space to go through that cycle. It might not take an entire lunar cycle, but don't be super attached Mm. to any of those answers that you get. And then when you get to like the end of a cycle, you will have explored every option, Mm. like every, like, yes, I'm going to do this. No, there's no way I'm going to do this. Maybe I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it in this way. I'm going to do it in that way. And you will have explored everything so that at the end you will have made this fabulous decision. Mm. Now, MGs can have emotional authority and authority is the funny term here when it comes to emotionals because, and this means that your solar plexus is defined because what it means to have emotional authority is it means you have no clarity in the now. It means here is your permission to give yourself at least 24 hours to make a decision because you don't know anything. You got to let the emotional wave, even if you don't feel like you're an emotional wave, you got to let it pass through and then maybe you'll know something. And we also have to, I, I have emotional authority. We also have to be at peace with never having a hundred percent certainty, like being really satisfied with like 89%. I am pretty darn sure that that's what I want to do. <laughs> like we never get really fucking sure. We're like pretty darn sure. <laughs> Sacral authority they know someone with a sacral authority is either a generator or an MG. And the sacral is what has us get so excited. Mm-hmm. So when a generator or an MG with sacral authority, when something is a yes, they know it, their body lights up when it's a no, their body like recoils, like absolutely not. And it's, it's an immediate, like, yes, no, uh-huh. Or uh-uh. So that's when manifesting generators, did you say? Manifesting generators and generators, as long as they're not emotional authority. Yeah. (laughs) See, things get confused. Like I have emotional authority, but I have a defined sacral and I have a defined spleen. So I have a backup decision-making system. Lucky you. That's so nice. (laughs) (laughs) So the spleen, splenic authority also happens instantly, but it doesn't repeat itself. 
So if you miss it, you're out of luck. And that this plane doesn't always speak so clearly where the, where the sacral is like, yes or no, the sacred or the spleen will like tell you some Zen koan and you're like, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> so like for me, when I'm making a decision, it's like instant hit from the spleen, emotional wave, don't know anything. The wave ends and my, my sacral tries to say something and I'm like, okay. Sometimes it comes through really clearly. Mm. I had one time where I actually like, it was like two days after someone had asked me if I wanted to do something and I was riding my bike. And in the midst of that ride, I just was like, no, oh, <laughs> like it came through so clearly. And I was like, Ooh, that was a sacral response. <laughs> wow. Wow. James's chart. I think I'm pretty sure he's a sacral authority and he's so just like, I struggle wildly to make decisions. Clearly he does not. So he's very much a compass for me of like, okay, well, I have no idea. So what, what is your gut telling you to do? And it's all, it's generally pretty spot on. So I lean into him a lot for that. And that's the magic of human design and in couples in like really knowing someone else's strength. Mm. being like, can I borrow that right now? Can yeah. I borrow your, like, for me, I have an open Ajna. So I don't, mental clarity, not, not really happening. Like I can see all thousands of sides of an issue. I mean, you can too. Mm. And my husband has a defined Ajna. So it's like he, when he knows, he knows something from his head. When he, when he makes a mental decision, it's right there. So sometimes I'll say like, can I borrow, can I borrow your mental clarity? Can I borrow your Ajna trash can? Cause when something doesn't make sense, he's just like, no. And he throws it out essentially. Yeah. Whereas in me, it's like, swirling like a tornado I'll be like it doesn't make sense but it doesn't make sense yeah. but it doesn't make sense until I throw it out a million times wow so interesting are there any others any other authorities there are but they get really complicated because there's like an ego authority and then there's the mental projector and those are complicated okay. ego authority do what you want <laughs> that's mental awesome. projectors have to like kind of play things out as though they're on a movie screen Hmm. And then watch it back and respond to it. Oh, are they, is it rare to be those? Yeah. Yeah. Mental projector only has their crown and Ajna defined. Okay, cool. So hopefully everyone's following. So to recap, you've got your different human design types, then you've got your different authorities and the authorities are defined by whether the gates are defined. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. And the order you can, and in case you don't have your chart, you can get it for free at my website, kelseyabbott.com. And I actually send it to you. So give me a second because it's, I'm a real person, um, but I'll send you your chart and I'll send you a little golden nugget about your chart. Oh my gosh. Amazing. We'll link that below for you guys in the show notes. Definitely go and get your chart done. If you don't have it, get Kelsey to help you out. Because like I said, like me learning my chart and I don't even think I've dived deep enough, which is why I'm really excited to talk to you today. But even just understanding that and really looking at those little things has just helped me to understand little keys to who I am a lot in my life and how I can live more by design and to feel more in alignment. So I highly recommend you get your chart done with Kelsey if you haven't got yours already. Okay. I feel like we could just keep going on all the tangents of what everything means, but I want to be a little bit selfish <laughs> and then ask a little bit more about like my chart. And one thing, Actually, no, I was going to say there's one thing that I don't understand, but I'm sure that we'll get to it. Maybe you've done my chart. So let's just chat from what, from the top, whatever you think we need to speak about. Okay. I'm going to say one bit and then I really want to know what you want to know because I'm a very curious person. <laughs> but the first bit, so you said that you wanted to be a manifester. Mm. You already know that you are a specific manifester? Nope. Okay. So people, <laughs> it doesn't matter your energy type. Everyone is either a specific manifester or a non-specific manifester. You are a specific manifester, which means if you want to make, I don't know, $10,308 this week, proclaim it and you will. If I ask you where you're going to be, what you're going to be doing in five years, you will speak it into existence. It will come from deep within you. Mm. If you want to move to a different location, you just get super specific about what you want and boom, mm. the universe will provide. You have that superpower. 
I love that. It's that's how I'm in Melbourne right now is literally like I came because we were living in Queensland. So further up north in Australia. And I came down to visit a friend in Melbourne and came back from Melbourne and said to James, like, I think we should move to Melbourne. <laughs> he said, yeah, okay. And it was that fast. But like literally three weeks later, we were like packed up, sold, ready to go and moved like that quickly. So, yes. So yes. Yes. Yeah. My whole life is very much in like scripting my reality. Like you should see my journals. Like <laughs> it's all writing it into existence. And I'm very big on intention setting and abundance checks and everything that I can do really just <laughs> concrete the vision that I'm creating for myself and what I'm calling in. That's how I live. So it's good to know that that's a good fit. That's exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Way to use your superpower. Because a lot of people are intimidated to use that because they look at people like me, I'm a non-specific manifester. So it's none of my business, kind of what, what the universe mm. is going to serve me. Instead, I can get clear on how I want to feel, but knowing the specifics, like when you ask me where I want to be in five years, I have absolutely positively no idea, but I can tell you a nice story. If you really, if you, if you keep asking me, I'll tell you a story, but I won't remember it tomorrow. It will be meaningless to me, even if I write it down. I instead just get to follow what lights me up and then say, Hey universe, please bring me abundance for being my authentic self. That sounds fun though. It is fun. <laughs> Maybe I want to swap. <laughs> it is fun, but you get to proclaim like how much mm. money you're going to make or something like that. I, I, I got no idea more. Yeah. Or like, as a, so I'm a triathlete and in terms of like making goals in terms of like run pace or something like that, I'm like, I'd like to get faster. Mm. <laughs> like more broad. Yeah. Just kind yeah. of like a blanket improvement statement rather than, as you said, super specific. If I get super specific, it blocks my flow. I, before I learned human design, I was working with a coach who kept saying, Kelsey, you just have to get more specific. You have to get more specific. And this went on for weeks until finally it was like, I stomped my feet like a two-year-old and was like, fine, I'll get super specific. And I did. And it was horrible. It was awful. It was like, I couldn't, like my business basically stopped. I didn't know what I was doing. I felt like no connection with, the earth with the universe with anything yeah yeah I just didn't know anything until and then it was like three months later that I learned about being a specific or non-specific manifester in human design and it was one of those I knew it and one of those permissions to like thank you thank yeah. you because it doesn't work for me and a lot of people I think a lot of non-specific manifestors are out there being like how am I doing this wrong I don't like, I don't understand how you can do it wrong, but I'm obviously doing this wrong mm. because there are other people who just like write what they want and it appears. So like, where am I messing this up? So you're not messing it up. You're a non-specific manifester. Don't try and be a specific manifester. Mm. It's not for you. Very interesting. That's one bit. I had no idea about that. So that's really cool to know. No, I want to know what you're curious about. Cause I, I could talk for like two hours with all the goodies I have for you. I want the full two hours. No, no, no. One thing that I, I've not really looked into very much. I don't really know what it means, but like the five, one profile. What is that? Cause that's for me. That's what I am, right? Yeah. You're a five, one. Yes. So our profile is closest to our personality. So you, you're a five, one reflector. You might find that you have so much in common hanging out with a five, one generator, mm. just because you guys have the same profile. The first number, the five. So for people who haven't seen it, it's written as a five slash one. That first number is how you see yourself. The second number is how other people see you. Ooh. And eventually you will see yourself as both, but like on the surface. That's how it works. You see yourself as a five. Other people see you as a one. That five line is about being different, about connecting with all the humans, reaching everyone. That one line is about, it's very internal. It's about being a researcher. Oh my gosh. Okay. So based on that, I see myself, my five as I'm different and I can connect with everyone, but people mm -hmm. see me as a researcher. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Does that resonate? The research a bit, maybe not so much. The, <laughs> but that's because it's not how I see myself. <laughs> so I'm like trying to analyze how I think other people see me, but definitely the first one. You guys have a save the day energy. Oh my God. Like you totally can save the day. You're going to feel fulfilled 
by helping other people. Yeah. And I find five ones tend to be really good teachers. Yeah. And five ones also, well, sometimes you guys aren't so keen on vulnerability, but I know a lot of five ones who are really good about that. I'm learning that at the moment. That's been a very big journey for me. And in the last six months specifically has been like, okay, get like, it's always something that I've had awareness and thought that I was being vulnerable, but it's in the last six months that it's been very much like (laughs) you thought you were being vulnerable. Okay. (laughs) Let's go deeper on that. And actually, yeah, really looking at authenticity, vulnerability, all that sort of stuff, taking off the mask and letting people like truly, truly see which is hard. It's scary. Yes. And it's part of your path to learn to do that. The other thing I have a five woman that I'm really close to who she notices that she will teach people something and it happens to be exactly what she needs to learn next. My, yeah. Or, or I'm in it. A lot of what mm-hmm. I'm like sharing, teaching, talking about downloads that come through, like this happens to me all the time. I'll be journaling. And I think that I'm clear audience. Cause I tend to hear like, Oh, there's a voice. And it's like telling me something and I will write it down. And then I'm like, Oh, this is what I have to share. And I'll share. And it will resonate so deeply with people, but it's actually my lesson at the same time. Like it's not just for everyone else. If that makes sense. It does. Yeah. And I want to double check something in your chart. That's something that I didn't write down. You do have a wide open spleen. That is correct. What does that mean? It means it doesn't mean you're necessarily not Claire audience. You just don't have the the specific gift that says yes, you are Claire audience. Oh my gosh. Is this does it tell me anything like that? I don't know. I was I was always trying to think about this because I'm like I don't know. Like, I feel like it's, it's not like a hearing, but it's like this, like a knowing, like, I don't know. It's like, sometimes I'll be writing in my journal and it's like, I'm not the person writing anymore. You've got the gift of unique opinions and insights. Mm. I have this as well. And okay. So the ideas were basically like from the future Mm. and we don't have the full channel, which would make us what's called a genius freak because these people are from the future. They get these opinions, these insights, and then they can share them Mm. with the rest of the world. And they have to like, make sure they're doing that at the right time and sharing to the right people. Every once in a while, the planets move into a place where we have that full gift, but most of the time we don't necessarily have the ability to share these insights with people. Mm. They are just insights. Interesting. All right. These things are like super obvious to us. So we don't typically notice that they're unique or even insightful. For example, my husband and I celebrated our 14th wedding anniversary last year. And we were like, what are we going to do? He's like, I looked up the gift for 14 and it's ivory. So I was like, oh, let's donate to elephant conservation. And then I ended up telling people that's what we were doing, told them the story. And they're like, wow, that's brilliant. Yeah. How'd you come up with that? It it was like maybe a second between him saying ivory and me being like, let's donate to elephant conservation. Mm -hmm. That just seemed completely obvious to me. That is the gift of this unique insights and opinions. Wow. Interesting. Okay. (laughs) What else? What else? I feel like you know where you want this to go. So I don't, I have no idea. I'm just going to like kind of bounce around your optimal environment. It's the same as mine. It's called caves. Mm. Are you familiar with this? I have heard this. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if like me, do you, when you go out to eat, do you like to have your back to the wall? Yes. Always. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Retreats. Not for you. Not for, not for me. Like, I don't really want to have people come into my space. I'd rather, I love, I'm an extrovert. Like I love hanging out with people out there, but you don't have to come over. No, you don't need to come over to my house. We do allow some people into our space. We're just really discerning about it. Yeah. That's been a big one for me, especially over the last, again, six months, basically my Saturn return was just like, whoop, <laughs> let's look at everything. But very intentional about where I'm giving time and energy, everything. I've had friendships fall away, which has been really challenging, but yeah, a lot of that just really comes with like, hang on a sec, where am I giving energy and does that actually serve me or what can we be doing here? Yeah. Yes. Uh, what else? So aesthetics are super important to you. Mm. things that aren't beautiful to you, let them go. It's yeah. not for you. Okay. Um, I'm just bouncing around here. You're built for more consistency. What does that which, mean? 
means that a morning routine or an evening routine could be for you. I'm also built for more consistency. I have had the same morning routine for like four years and I have gotten up super early to make sure I can get the whole thing in uh, like if I have an early flight or an early race or something like that. Yeah. Okay. This is really interesting to me because when I learned about being a reflector, what I read was that, you know, routine structure that's like inhibiting. So don't do that. So I then tried to, th- and I'm a big morning routine girl. Like anyone who's known me for, or been following for a long time. Like I talk about it left, right and center, like morning routine, morning routine, always had one. And then learning about this and being like, okay, being a reflector, like, you know, it's a bit too inhibiting. I shouldn't have so much structure. I tried to throw that all away. And I don't feel like that has necessarily served me. I felt a little bit all over the place and up, down, like sometimes sleeping in, sometimes not, sometimes doing a giant morning routine, sometimes squishing it into five minutes, like always trying to honor my practices because I'm very big on journaling, massive on meditating. But yeah, just being like, I think for me a little bit like too with the flow, it's not good for me. No, it's not at all. You're not built for that. Okay, that's confirming. You're not built for like all the flow. Mm. You're built for some balance. Mm. So you are built for more consistency. So get back on your morning routine. Permission to have a ride or die morning routine. I've done that in the last two days. So yeah, timing. <laughs> also, when you want to change a habit, you are going to do best when you have you create safety lanes for yourself. Mm. So that means, for instance, if you're if you want to spend less time on your phone. Maybe you hand it to your partner and have him hide it from you. Maybe you lock it up in a drawer. I've heard of people going in like in winter, putting it, their phone in their car in the driveway. So mm-hmm. they'd have to like put on coat and boots to yeah. go out and get it. That is going to bring you more ease. It doesn't mean you don't have willpower. It doesn't mean you're like not a strong person. Mm-hmm. This is how you create ease in your life. Interesting. Okay. 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 I'm pretty good with the phone. That's one thing I've really, really pushed myself with for a long time, but I I do, I do appreciate that. And it is, yeah, it's definitely something, again, I lean on James for a lot, just like, you know, wanting to, and I tend to, maybe you can talk to me about this. I tend to be someone who's like, okay, I'm doing this. And then I'll push myself like balls to the wall. Like, okay, I have to be doing this now. And then that doesn't necessarily serve me either. Cause then that feels too hard. So <laughs> James is generally one who's like, okay, let's maybe we ease into this a little bit or like, you know, like almost what you're saying, like the safety lane or like the little buffer on either side, like, okay. Like, because I guess what I'm trying to say is that I can tend to set these new big goals or habits to be instantaneous and then feel disappointed if it doesn't work out. Yeah. That's because you have so much root energy, but you have an open root. So you have so much energy in your root center You've got like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven gates defined in your root. Like you got so much energy energy there, but you don't actually have your own momentum. What does that mean that I've got so much energy in my root? It means that you've got all these gifts that live in your root. All these gifts that are like, go, do, create, make, put the, make this change, do this, do this. And yet you don't actually have the momentum to do that. So you got the idea and you want it to happen, but it's like you, it's like, say your big idea is I'm going to go run 10 miles. You're going to like power out the door and run half a mile and be like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel so cold out. I'm like, maybe we shouldn't have recorded this as an interview. <laughs> Honestly, and it's so funny. I, obviously, I'm, you know, even more and more that you're saying, I'm like, God, like James really does support me as a reflector because we talk about this more than I can tell you. And he even says he's like, and he loves a metaphor. And he said to me, you're just like, we're like the tortoise and the hare. He's like, you're the fucking hare and you are out the gate. He's like, but then you trip. <laughs> and he was like, and then me, the to- and we've had lots in our life where I've been like, hurry up. What are you doing? You're like, get more on track. What are your goals? What are you doing with your life? Like, you know, just pressure, pressure, pressure. And he's always like, yeah, but look where we are. Like you always kind of like trip. And then I sort of like plot alongside you and, oh, how are you going? Let me help you up. Okay. Let's keep going. And I'm like, cool. See you mate. And I'll speed off again. And then he's like, oh, then the next thing you trip again. So 
it's interesting that you say that about the the root and that there's lots of energy there what do I do then what would you say like how do you how do you handle that it sounds like you're handling it perfectly you just (laughs) recognize that that's your process Mm. that there's like that the the starting of something is so exciting and so amazing and you got this on the start but maybe you ask for help after you get to that like first quarter mile or like whatever the equivalent is like maybe you get like a big idea in your business and you find yourself an assistant or someone who's like look I'm so ready to do this I need two days on it but then I'm really gonna need you to take it over for a while okay (laughs) and then maybe you'll like pick it up again but don't expect yourself to finish things. Don't expect yourself to like be the one who just like carries the whole thing through by yourself. You need other people. All humans do. Yeah. That's resonating a lot. And I think for me, I've been really hard on myself with just like, oh, you change directions or, oh, you know, you sort of leave that thing and go somewhere else. But even just hearing that, it's like, permission to understand that that's okay like that's part of who I am and it's just about having a different strategy in terms of inviting help yeah let's look at these gifts that you have in your root because I don't think I've ever seen someone with such a lit up root really that is undefined yeah you have the gift of being unstoppable like literally when you decide to do something you're gonna do it like you decided to move to Melbourne you're gonna do it don't distract yourself with trying to micromanage things you that's completely unnecessary for you you just go you have the gift of it's called a drive to provide for yourself which means first of all you are going to be in flow when you're taking care of yourself first you know the this old adage of like put your oxygen mask on first before you help other people that is absolutely essential for you. I have this gift as well, which is why I was laughing earlier at you wanting to do things yourself. Because what I picture with this gift is I saw what had to have been a two-year-old once carrying her own skis. And it was just like, you could tell the little girl would be like, I do it myself. Yeah. And like, obviously the skis are like 10 times bigger than her, and but she was doing it herself. And I think that's what this gift is. We have that in us. Like we are that two-year-old yeah. sometimes. Totally. It also means if we are giving too much to other people, we're going to just like completely destroy ourselves. So really, truly need to take care of ourselves first and then take care of other people. Remember to allow your cup to fill up and then overflow and give from your overflow. Don't give when you get to the top. Give when you're overflowing and only give the overflow. The rest is Mm. for you. You are allowed to be full all the time. Mm. You've got the ability to thrive in a shit storm. So don't go making your own shit storms just because you're really good at them. Oh, (laughs) you just stabbed me in the heart. (laughs) You've got the gift of joy, like childlike joy. And with this also comes this, it's like a habit of being able to see everything that needs improvement. So when I think of this gift, it's the person who invites you over to their house. They've just done a big renovation and you're like, oh my God, I love this. And I love this. And I love this. And they're like, before they even say thanks, they're like, and we're going to do this and this and this. And which is great. Always, you're always improving. Mm. And remember to be grateful for right now. That's a very big one for me as well. And I'm mindful of it and I always bring myself back to it, but I do find myself often being pulled in like excitement around what's coming and where I'm going and what I'm going to be doing. And sometimes that can make me feel disappointed if I'm honest with where I am right now, which I have, it's stupid. Like even saying that I'm like, oh, this sounds ridiculous because like where I'm at right now is so beautiful and I'm so grateful for it. But if I am truly honest and transparent and vulnerable, like we just talked about, then yes, I do often live in a state of like, this isn't enough. Where am I going? What am I doing? And sort of pushing forward and then feeling disappointed here and now. So I always have to bring myself back to that. Be grounded, be grateful, be present. And remember when you feel that, that joy is your natural state and not like joy is all humans natural state. But for you, your soul picked out this very particular gift of joy. 
Mm. So that there come back to the joy. Whenever you feel that like this isn't enough, come back to the joy. Yeah. You've got so your sun personality gate, your biggest gift. This one, they're all golden nuggets, and this one is gold encircled with diamonds. It <laughs> is the ability to sense other people's needs. Yeah. And you often know what they need before they do. Yes. <laughs> that's that's the flip side of me and James. So there's so much that he gives to me as a reflector, but there's so much that I I feel him. And it's interesting because, and I've talked about this heaps, like everywhere. So a lot of people know this, but we had a really challenging time last year in lockdown. We were in lockdown for like seven months um, and there was a lot going on for us. And anyway, long story short, I could feel that there was a lot going on with James that he wasn't necessarily addressing like he wasn't looking at within himself on a mental health level and everything like that and we ended up having a lot of issues for a point which actually was the greatest gift because we've come out the other side so much stronger for the biggest struggle but at that time because I was like I can feel something is wrong like something like you can't tell me right now that you are okay because like I can feel that that is a lie and I could feel it for him more than like before he even knew and then went down his own mental health journey and all this sort of stuff. And a lot, you know, came through that's helped him to really grow and expand as a person. But yeah, it's so interesting. Like, and that's something that we now use in our relationship is like us understanding that about each other. Like when I sense it, he actually listens now and is like, okay, yeah. And it helps him to open up and go, actually, you know, I am feeling like that. Like, and then we can explore it and yeah, it's allows us to move through it a lot better. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yes. I love how much you're living your design. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I feel like there's some places I could work on, but I'm glad to hear that, you know, a lot of it, I am living by design. It's good. You've also, you've got the gift of being a warrior of the light. Okay. In other words, you're here to wake people up. Okay. Like you did to James, as you sensed what he needed. Mm. And you also, you've got the gift of artistic creativity. Mm, what does that mean? means you need to create and that creativity can yeah. look like whatever you want. It could be dance, drawing. It could be podcasting. It could be singing. It could be anything. What is, I it? What it is. I know what it is. <laughs> so much of what you're like talking about. I'm like, it's just pointing to this so much. So let's, again, let's just make this one big vulnerable podcast. I, for at least four, if not five years have always said, I want to be on YouTube. Like I want to create, I want to vlog. I want to have a channel. Like I love it. And I love doing it. Like I love, love, love vlogging and filming, but I have always pushed it off because it was not a fast enough return on investment. Like there's no real, like you put so much time and so much effort and like what's it really going to do? There's more important things that can make me money now, or there's more important things that are going to help more people now. So like, let's just do that rather than, you know, YouTube and vlogging. But in the last few, like couple of months, I've just made it a priority where I'm like, okay, you know what? Don't fucking care. Like, this is the thing that it brings me the most joy. Like I am the most lit up filming my life and editing the videos and sharing them. Like I love it. And it's so interesting, like so much of what you're saying just to me really aligns with that. Like that's, it's so artistic. It's creative. I have fun with it. It's the whole surprise. Like I even said to a friend of mine the other day, like for me, vlogging and YouTube reminds me, <laughs> this will sound so weird. It reminds me to have fun because I can get very in my work, in what I'm doing, like work, 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 do, 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 do. Maybe that's the the root energy. I'm not sure. But, and sometimes I can like literally forget to like do anything else in my day. And then it will be in the evening and I'll be like, shit, I didn't go to the gym. I didn't go outside or whatever, you know? And so for me, even just like doing YouTube and stuff like that, it actually causes me to be more intentional about doing fun things and bringing more surprise and joy into my life. So yeah, it's really interesting that you're saying all of that and what's coming through for me is that. Yes. Yes. Mm. Let's just talk about emotions in human design briefly. Mm. Because human design tells us there is a difference between feelings and emotions. Feelings come from thoughts. So say you take a sip of water and you feel like relief. Yeah. That is a feeling. An emotion has no thought attached to it. 
it's just comes out of the blue. And for you, you do not create your own emotions. You feel and amplify other people's emotions. So as I mentioned, I have an emotional wave. So you can feel and amplify my emotions. Luckily for you, I have the subtle emotional wave, so it wouldn't take you that far. But say like all of a sudden, you're just gonna be like super pissy. I'd be like, tell her what's what's up. And you'd be like, I don't know. But then you could be like, since you now know everything about human design, you could be like, oh, Kelsey, are you in an emotional wave? And the way I would tell if I'm in an emotional wave is like, huh, yeah, I don't feel quite as sparkly as usual. I do feel a little off. So maybe I am in an emotional wave. So for me, that means I put like basically an out of order sign on me and I back up for 24 hours and don't put anything out into the world because an emotional wave is the universe's way of pushing me into divine timing. Mm. So for you, you're feeling other people's emotions. You get to say, please return to sender with compassion. Hmm. You don't, you're feeling that emotion isn't helping them. It can help them. It can help a friend in like knowing that they're in an emotional wave, but that's Mm. all you can do. You can't carry the emotion for them. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's so true. It's something before learning that I was a reflector, I struggled with it a lot, like a lot, a lot. Cause I would say, you know, I don't know who I am. It's like, I would change depending on who I was around. There was a period of my life. I became a lot like one of my best friends. Like it really, and I was like, who am I? Like, and I felt very frustrated in that of like, what are my opinions? What's my personality? Why does it seem like I can just flip flop depending on the social situation? Like, and I'm, I'm still learning that, but you know, understanding this helps me to know myself a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And with those emotions also, like I said, there's no thought with them. So try to stay out of your head. Like if, if you were to ask yourself what's wrong or someone else ask you what's wrong, humans are brilliant. We will go up into our heads and then we'll come up with a story. Yeah. And then it becomes a feeling and a feeling lasts as long as the thought lasts. So a feeling can last years. Yeah. That's so true. Goodness me. Oh my gosh. I feel like I could talk to you about this forever and ever and ever. Is there anything else particular about my chart that you want to share? Let me see what else jumps out to me that you don't already necessarily know. Okay. A few things. One, you've got the gift of processing information and you need alone time to do that. So I'm telling you all this stuff. We're having a wonderful conversation right now. You're not really going to like know it all until tomorrow, probably. Mm. You, you also, you have a gift that I also have, which is looking for the lesson in everything. Yeah. So sometimes <laughs> we find it. <laughs> and sometimes like, it's like, this, it comes with this urgency. Like I, why I need to know, mm. I need to know the lesson. Um, it can also, it can just feel like it's called the gate of confusion and it can feel like confusion. It can sometimes, sometimes I'm like, I can, I can speak in emojis, but words, I don't have words yet. I got colors. I got shapes, mm. but no words yet. No words. Yeah. Interesting. It's so funny. Even as you said that, I was like, I really want to ask you like out of all of like what we're talking about, like, what should I take out of like, what's the meaning? And then you literally were like, you look for the meaning in everything. And I'm like, (laughs) well, then here's one last tidbit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You're here to be the voice that points us towards Mm -hmm. the future, like the future solutions. You show us where we're going and Mm -hmm. how we can like things are going to feel like there's the solutions for right now for you, but the rest of society probably won't be on board for decades. Interesting. Any thoughts on the integration of that? I think that there are a lot of us who aren't necessarily built for it the way you are, but who see the future, which sounds, sounds a little different than what I mean, Mm -hmm. but I think there are a lot of us in that position right now of seeing the future, feeling the future, wanting it to just fucking be the future. And I think it's all moving towards the new paradigm. Yeah. And there will be more people who can see it Mm -hmm. as we get closer. I think we're going to actually be okay somehow. Yeah. 
I do too. Fully, fully, fully. Mm-hmm. It's all working out as it's meant to. <laughs> oh my gosh. This has been so powerful. <laughs> I don't even know what else to say because I just feel like, as you said, I need to go away for 24 hours and just really process this. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you so much for going over all of that. I just, yeah, really appreciate it. And I hope as well for those that are listening, you know, it sort of gives an insight to some of the ways in which you can start to find out more about who you really are and then integrate that into your life and living by design. So for those that want to get started with this and sort of come into this world, where would you suggest that they go? So go to start out by getting your free chart at my website. And then I've got an episode on the five energy types on my podcast to find your awesome podcast. So that's back in February of 2020, I think. And then there's also one on, I do like the ways to support profiles and I do one on centers. If this is, if you have a one line and you want to do the research yourself, these are the things to do. If you don't have a one line, come book a human design reading with me and I'll tell you all the things you don't have to struggle by trying to learn it all yourself. Yes. And definitely do that because it is a world man. Like I went down a rabbit hole and I don't even feel like even half the stuff, like I thought that I knew a bit, but even half the stuff you spoke about today, I was like, Oh, I didn't even know what that was. Like there's just this whole, whole world. So go and book your reading. (laughs) I think that that is like one of the best things that you could do. So is that all linked on your website? Yeah. Go to KelseyAbbott.com. It's KelseyAbbott.com slash human design. We'll take you straight to the place to book your reading. Awesome. And then if they want to hang out with you on social media, where's the best place to come and hang out? They can't because I I retired from social media in 2020. They can go look at a bunch. I'm not gone, gone. Um, I just don't log in anymore and haven't for over a year. So you can go through and read some old posts and find some gems. Why is that? Is that to live in design? Well, it was an energy leak for me. I kept feeling like when I wasn't, so I used to, Instagram used to absolutely positively be my playground. I had so much fun there. I've met so many amazing humans through social media. And then I just got this really strong nudge, get off of here, get out of here, Kelsey. And it was like, I was like, okay, I'm going to take two weeks off. And I took two weeks off. And then I was like, ew, I'm not going back there. I'm done with it. Like I just found so much more freedom and guess what? My business took off when I like getting off social media, things got better business wise. Oh my gosh. I feel like we need to do a part two. (laughs) All the ways that living by design and trusting your nudge has like improved your business. I love that. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. That's in itself. Hopefully you guys listened all the way to the end because that's like a little permission slip, a little bit of wisdom that's like, hey, if you're like telling yourself the story that you have to be on there, maybe that's not true. Yeah. Where do you find most of like your business is coming from now? Podcasts. Mm. It comes from podcasts. And I don't look at my podcast numbers. So I have no idea who's listening to the Find Your Awesome podcast. So people either tell me, like, sometimes people are a little vague, (laughs) like whether they come from someone else's podcast or come from my podcast. But yeah, because this is what I love to do. I love the one-on-one conversation with you. And then I love that this sounds really weird, but I love that people get to like eavesdrop on us. Totally. They're like, my this is perfect. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I agree. And this is actually one of the, when I, back in March, started relearning about human design and being a reflector, it was exactly this, where it was someone was doing a chart reading for someone else. And then I was like, oh, I wonder what I am, blah, 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 and went down that whole path. And it was, I was eavesdropping on the conversation and I loved it. So I fully agree. I love these sort of episodes and hopefully you listening have enjoyed it as well. And this has just been such a blessing, Kelsey. So thank you so much for coming on. And I love that last little bit of wisdom about your business and just, yeah, just challenging the stories that we sometimes accept to be true and the result that comes from living by design. So it's really good celebrating you. Thank you. (laughs) I had so much fun, Taylor. So much fun. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening as well. If you enjoyed it, definitely. I was going to say tag on social media, but definitely go and check out Kelsey's podcast and her website and go and get your reading. Cause yeah, like I said, it will change your life. 
Thanks so much for listening, beauty. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with a friend, subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. For more resources to support your expansion as you manifest your desires, make sure you check out my website at www.taylorray.com.au. I'm sending you all the love and I'll see you back here soon.